Welcome to the Soul Service Podcast. I'm your host, Anastasia Burtnick. I am a spiritual life coach, energy healer, and psychic medium on a mission to help you heal, awaken, and expand your light and consciousness. If you are a spiritual seeker ready to learn, grow, and live and breathe your purpose here on this earth, you are in the right place, my friend. Together, we are going to dive deep into opening our hearts, healing our shadows, connecting with our souls, and erasing our vibes so you can live your best life ever. Let's dive in. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Soul Service Podcast. So it has been a weird week for me. It's been a really weird week. I, um, my dog got sick. She's fine now, thankfully. Uh, but I, we, it was like crazy. We thought she was going to have like a bowel obstruction because um, she ate some socks and then she wasn't like pooping properly. And it's a whole thing. I won't get into all of the nitty gritty details, but she is doing okay. She just ended up with like this really, really bad intestinal tract infection, but thankfully no blockage, which meant no surgery. And like my, my dog, Jilly, she's getting up there. So she's just 10. So, I mean, the older dogs get, the more risky it gets. Right. So I'm very thankful that everything worked out and, um, I'll be honest though. Uh, there was a few days she was up like every, First, it was like every two hours, then it was every hour, and then it was every half hour um, so that I could go let her out at night. And um, I decided in those moments that I would get most of her let outs because Jordan is working like an eight to five and I had more flexibility because I was on flex week this week. So anyway, it was a whole thing. But, you know, the biggest lesson I think for all of this is my dogs are preparing me for like motherhood in the future. Um, cause it's very interesting. Like I personally, and, and this goes right into the topic that we're talking about today, cause I'm going to dive deeper into shadow work again. Um, but you know, I have a lot of triggers around my sleep, um, around people, like people, animals, like not listening to me. And it's things that I'm working on healing. Some of it's not even mine. Um, but everything that's been happening with Jilly and even with Tammy, because Tammy's been getting chronic paw infections. Um, I've been working, one, I've been working on healing them. And then two, I've had to really surrender into giving up control in a different way. And it's preparing me for eventually becoming a parent. Um, And I mean, that's likely a few years away, but I mean, who knows? Um, But the point is that everything that goes on in your life, even if it is frustrating and you don't see a lesson or a point to it, there's usually a lesson or a point. So for me, I've been really resisting the lesson that comes up around my dogs whenever they get sick or something goes on with them, um, that it's preparing me for being a mother in the future and for stepping into a different type of surrender. So that's what that's, that's what that's all been about. Um, but it perfectly leads me into more of today's, um, podcast episode. So last week, if you tuned in, I talked about the shadow, but I was talking a lot about more of our dark shadows. So our, our deeper triggers, um, things that, 
we don't accept within ourselves and how to start healing them, how to start digging to the root of things. Now today, I actually want to flip that a little bit, still talk about the shadow, but I want to go into the light shadow with you. And the light shadow is all of the things that we have the potential to be, but we're not accepting it. Um, but it's, it's like our brilliance. It's our gifts. You know, some people have the ability or we're, we're lucky enough to grow up and exude a level of confidence, which has made it easier for them to step into their gifts. Um, and then others like myself have had a really hard time stepping into, um, stepping into my gifts and there's nothing wrong with either and both no matter how you grew up there are going to be instances when you don't want to step into your gift zone you don't want to step into your brilliance because it's scary because it's uncomfortable now when we're talking about your light shadow again that that's your gifts that is your brilliance that's the areas in which you could be singing your own praises and tooting your own horn, but you're not. It's those areas where maybe you self-sabotage. And when we start looking at our light shadow, a lot of things can come up around that. So sometimes we don't step into our brilliance because we're afraid that we're not enough. Maybe it doesn't feel safe. Maybe we've been told that our gifts are no good or that it's not okay to talk about those things. Um, that happens a lot with people, especially in the spiritual community, because a lot of times growing up, especially if you came from a religious background like I did, anything that was considered to be more woo-woo was considered to be the work of the devil. And I don't believe that connecting with spirit or doing things like mediumship or healing, I don't believe any of that's the work of the devil. I just don't. Like, how, how could it be? So but that's, that's a whole other episode. Um, but we often don't step into our gifts because we have these narratives, whether they come from ourself and our own experiences or from our parents or from society, we have these narratives running through our head. So we don't want to step into our gift zone. Or we don't think that our gifts are worthy enough of attention or receiving money or being seen. We always think that they're not enough. And one of the ways to look at this, so we talked about triggers last week. And most of the triggers that we talked about are around the dark shadow, where 
maybe anger triggers you and you are uncomfortable with anger or jealousy. Like it could be anything, but when you look at the triggers for your light shadow, it actually, sometimes it comes up as a trigger. So sometimes you see someone being in their light, in their brilliance, and you judge them for it. That's one way to see your light shadow triggers. And the other way is that you look at people that you admire. You know, oftentimes we will look at celebrities, we'll look at authors, speakers, people in positions of power or people in positions where they're living their purpose. And we look at that and sometimes jealousy creeps up. Sometimes we admire them and say, oh, I wish I could be that. Here's a secret though. When things like that pop up in you where you wish you could be that, or you admire traits in someone, the reason that you are noticing those traits or you wish you could be like that is because you have the potential to step into that in yourself. Otherwise, you wouldn't admire those traits. You wouldn't say, oh, I wish I could do that. You have the potential to do it and to be that way. You're just not stepping into that. Now, let me be very clear. That's not to say that any trait that you admire or anything that somebody else does that you admire that you then have to go out and do. So a good example is for myself, I admire people who can do marathons and triathlons and all of these things. And there is a part of me that says, oh, I wish I could do that. And I understand that if I start training more and make my body work better and a whole bunch of things that I could in fact do that. But I also know that it's not truly my path and that I don't want to go out and run a marathon or do a triathlon. It's just, it's not my thing. But what I am noticing is that I admire certain things about it. So I admire the fact that somebody can go for runs and get that runner's high and just leave their head. But I can do that in other ways in myself. Maybe I could go for a short run. Maybe I could just go for a hike and it'll do the same thing for me. Um, With runners, I, I mean, they train a lot. So there's consistency, there's dedication. And those are traits that I can embody in my own life. It doesn't have to be in running. So you can see where I'm going with this, where just because you admire something that somebody does doesn't necessarily mean that you have to go out and do that thing. You, you absolutely have the ability to. And if you are saying that you don't, you don't have the ability to do that, that's your own mind getting in the way. Because there's always a way around things. There's always a way for you to do something. You just have to want it badly enough. So you have the potential to do that. Or you have the ability to embody the traits that are coming up that you admire. 
And you may say to yourself, okay, well, I do embody dedication or consistency or mindfulness in my life. I do that. But if you're still admiring those traits in somebody else and you're still saying to yourself, the narrative is still going through your head that I wish I could do that, it means that you're not rising to your full potential. It means that there is more growth for you to do. And again, I'm sorry to bust your bubble, guys, but there's always growth to do. You never fully arrive. But that said, you can appreciate the milestones along the way. So let yourself explore it. Let yourself start having an awareness of how you are showing up in the world, about the traits that you embody, both good and bad, and look at where maybe you could be doing better, where maybe you could step into your power more, into your gifts more. You know, you'll always hear me say this, where how you do one thing is how you do everything. And every single area of your life is interconnected. And that's why when you work with me as your coach, I don't just address one area. You might say, I want to be more successful in business, and then we'll heal your relationships. You may say, I want to break through money blocks, or I want to have good relationships, and we might work on beliefs in other areas. Because everything is always interconnected. So when you're looking at your light shadow especially, where you want to start stepping into your gifts and into your brilliance, you need to be able to do that in every area of your life. And say you have phenomenal relationships and you're really shining in there in, and you're, you're growing and you're really being your true authentic self and you're using your gifts in your relationships but then maybe you're running a business and you're not making a lot of money or you're stuck in your career, not getting those promotions. Or maybe your your social life where you go out and have experiences like dance classes or something. Maybe you want to do those things, but you're not. And those other areas of your life are stagnant. Eventually, the area of your life, so the relationship area, as an example, that's doing really well, it's going to go stagnant because the other areas of your life, you're not looking at them, you're not addressing them. And eventually, not only will it go stagnant, but you may experience issues in your relationship area, even though it was going so well, because again, you're not addressing who you are as a whole. And as humans, we, we follow patterns. That's, that's just how we're, we're programmed. We have belief systems. We follow those beliefs. 
We have programming when we follow that programming. We have patterns and we follow those patterns. And even though it may look different from area to area, if you get to the root of it, the root pattern is going to be the same. So if you're, maybe you keep leaving the laundry and you're not doing the laundry. And then in another area, maybe you're not stepping into fully finishing projects at work or fully taking responsibility for things. Maybe you're not planning things in relationships. Maybe you are not reaching out to people in business. So again, how you do one thing is how you do everything. So if you're not fully committed, for example, to doing your laundry at home and you, you'll do half of it and then you don't finish it, look for where else that pattern is showing up in your life. And then once you have that awareness, you can start actually addressing it and changing. But until you start bringing that awareness about, you're going to be like, well, one area of my life is so great and the rest of it's not good and I don't know what's going on. You need to take the time to start building that awareness and looking at what's going well and what's not and how is it related You know, a very good example that I experience is between relationships and then business. So I show up better in business when my relationship is good at home. I, the more love I feel to myself, the more love I feel from my partner, the more experiences. I have in life, the better I show up in business and the more money I I earn. The more clients are attracted to working with me. But when I'm not in alignment, you can bet that people aren't as attracted to me. That I'm not showing up the best way. Now that doesn't mean that whoever's currently working with me is going to suffer because I still have the ability to, just like in my relationship example, one area of life is really good. I can do that with clients where I will always show up for my clients, but fostering new relationships can be difficult. So I have to be very aware that I'm keeping myself very high vibrational and very much in alignment, that I'm healing things that come up that I'm taking breaks as needed and that I'm taking action as needed. Because if I don't, everything will fall apart. So when, when you're doing this work, especially with your light shadow, stepping into your gifts, self-sabotage is going to be a huge thing. And you, you really have to be conscious of what you're doing and why you are doing it. So the more awareness that you can build and the more clarity you can have on the direction you are going, the easier it's going to be to step into your gift zone. Now, if you haven't listened to previous episodes, I think 
I want to say it's around episode six, but I have a few episodes talking specifically about your higher self, but I'm going to go into it a little bit more today as well. But I always have my clients step into this exercise and it's, and it's getting clarity around who your higher self is. And your higher self, that is the version of you that is most aligned with your soul, that is most aligned with your purpose. Even if you don't, like even if you are at the beginning of your journey and you don't know what your purpose is yet, you can still do this exercise with your higher self because it's about who you are becoming. And remember that this is not like a one and done exercise because your higher self, as you grow, your higher self also grows. So you're constantly going to be evolving. And that's a really beautiful thing because it means you're not stuck in a box. So you you can't do this wrong. Now, your higher self, that is the person that you are becoming. So you want to look at who they are, how they show up in life. What gifts do they share with the world? Are they afraid to share those gifts with the world? The answer to that should probably be no. If fear comes up, how would they handle it? If conflict comes up, how would they handle it? You want to start asking these questions and getting clear on who that highest version of you is so that in the here and now, you can start embodying those traits. You can start embodying those gifts. And the more that you can start making those parallels and embodying the traits of your higher self in the now the more in alignment you are with your soul. And the easier it will be to navigate self-sabotage as you step through the fear and into your gift zones. You know, when we are, when we're reintegrating our light shadow, our brilliance, it can be really scary because oftentimes the reason that we're not embracing it is because we've been judged for it in the past. And those judgments are going to come up again. And the fear, your ego is going to try to keep you safe. So it's going to convince you to not embrace your gifts because of what could happen. And at one time... Your ego was right to do that because at one time it kept you safe. But it doesn't need to continue to keep you safe. So allow yourself to step into your gifts. Allow yourself to step into success. You know, that's that's a huge lesson that I have had to learn and even continue to learn as I evolve allowing myself to just simply step into my success to embody it to be 
to become that person I know that I can be. So a lot of this is a state of allowing and surrendering. I want you to take a minute and I want you to think about the things that you do well that you don't want to brag about. Just take a minute and think about it. Whatever's coming to mind for you right now Those are part of your gifts. For myself, some examples are, I am, I'm actually really good at painting. um, Not necessarily art. I mean, sometimes I painted art for my bathroom and it was, it was pretty good. So I'm, I'm acknowledging that and I'm, I'm getting better. I'm really good at painting animals on glassware it's a really weird thing but i love it i decided one day that i was gonna make my my best friend some glasses with her dogs on them for christmas and as i was painting them i was like oh my god this is gonna either turn out really great or really really scary and you know what it turned out great and it's like a weird hidden talent of mine and now i've i've given my my coaches Uh, coffee mugs with their dogs on it super cute Um, I've actually sold a few of them and for the most part I do it just because I love to do it Um, but that's that's an example of a gift that I have that I don't really talk about much because there's still a part of me that thinks, oh, why would, I, why would I talk about that? Nobody wants to hear about that. But the thing is, is that people do want to hear about it. Um, I'm a, a very, very talented singer. I used to sing professionally. And I still rock it at karaoke night. I mean, part of my de-stressing thing is that I have a karaoke app on my phone and I will sing. Sometimes it sounds real horrible because I'll sing a song that is just not not my style. And that's okay. But that's something that needs to be shared with the world. And the reason I actually bring up the singing is, is a very good example because a friend of mine, she's also a coach, and there's been a couple times where she's posted on her stories a little clip of her singing a song. And I was actually triggered by it. And the reason I was triggered by it is not because I'm judging her or anything. It's because I have that gift And I'm not sharing it with the world. And and here's the thing about that is part of what was going through my mind as I was watching her story and I was triggered by it was that, oh, I could be doing that. And, oh, I actually really enjoy listening to this. So that was what was going through my head. But my ego was saying, nobody would want to hear that. Why would you post that on your stories? No one wants to hear that. 
But the truth is that that people do want to hear it. And the more you share your gifts with the world, the more people will be open to to seeing them. The more you open other people's hearts. And, And gifts can be anything. Gifts can be anything. It can be... Uh, like a creative talent, like painting or singing. Maybe you're very good at giving speeches or negotiating things. Maybe you're very good at healing people, at explaining things or teaching. Just think about what you're good at. and, And are you sharing that in some way with the world? And if you're not, ask yourself why. Because that is part of your journey where you're meant to share your gifts with the world. And it takes time and it takes practice. And you know what? You might start sharing your gifts and and think like, this is crazy. Nobody wants to hear it, but somebody does. You have your gifts for a reason. Because you need them. And someone else needs them too. Maybe they need your gifts because they need to be healed. Maybe they need them because it can show them what's possible in their life. You don't need to know why the world needs your gifts. You just need to trust that they are needed. So again, allow yourself to start stepping into your gift zone, to start embracing it, to start embracing the confidence and even the cockiness of your gifts because there's there's nothing wrong with that. As long as you share your gifts, your brilliance, your radiance, the world from open heart, you'll be safe and you'll be in alignment with your soul. If you're doing it from a closed heart, that's where things can get a little bit wrong sometimes. That's where it can get messy. But if you're doing it from an open heart, you're rocking. So start practicing it. Yeah, just start practicing it. Have fun with it. And if you're feeling called to do something, especially, I know that I have a lot of, a lot of you that listen to my podcast are light workers. You're meant to be expanding your consciousness and helping the world heal. Like you, it doesn't matter how you're doing it. You're probably here because you have a purpose and a mission. So if you're feeling called to do something, even if it's scary, even if you feel like you don't know enough, just let yourself try, but don't give it one try. 
let yourself try and continue to try. Because practice is what makes everything move forward. You can't try something once and say, okay, well, I practiced it once. It didn't work, so I'm, I'm done. You have to keep showing up. And know that you're going to make mistakes. Know that it's going to be awkward. Almost no one comes out of the gate being great at things. You know, sometimes I, I look back and I, I watch old videos of myself teaching about subjects and ugh, they're rough, but I'm not going to take them down because they're, they're part of the journey. And I couldn't get to where I am today if I hadn't started back then. So just try. And again, allow yourself to make mistakes and allow yourself to learn from them. Because a mistake is worth nothing if you don't learn anything from it. Every time you try something, every time you take action, there's always a lesson that's going to be coming from it. Sometimes it's a hard lesson. Sometimes it's an easy lesson. But there's always going to be a lesson. So let yourself learn. Have fun. Be curious about things. And if you ever struggle with consistency, that's okay. That too is something that needs to be built over time. You can't come out of the gate perfect. So maybe you want to start doing tarot card readings and you've done it consistently for a week and then you ghost for a few weeks and then you feel guilty about maybe starting them again. So then you don't want to start them again. So maybe you wait another couple of weeks and then you're like, okay, no, I really want to start it again. So you start it again and then you repeat that same pattern because you're not, you're not learning the lesson. Eventually, the ebbs and flows in life becomes natural. You know, sometimes I think consistency is a little bit of a myth <laughs> because we're not meant to be turned on all the time. And you can shape consistency to work for your ebbs and flows. You don't necessarily have to do things the way everyone else does. But do them in a way that feels good to you, that feels aligned to you. And if you make a mistake or if you mess up, that's okay. Just keep going. Each time you take an action, you can consider it a fresh action, a fresh choice. And again, you can always choose again. So start allowing yourself to step into your brilliance, to playing with it. Because we need your light in the world. And part of doing the shadow work is about not only healing the darker sides of you, but also letting the lighter sides of you know that it's okay to actually shine instead of keeping a gray, dull film over it. 
These are all components of the journey. So let yourself take that journey. Okay, guys, I'm going to leave it here for today. If you want help doing this work, I have coaching spots available. So reach out to me. I would, this stuff is my jam and it can be hard to go through alone. So if you are ready to go to the next level, reach out, let's chat, let's see what is a good fit for you. And until next time, I love you guys. Thank you for joining me today on the Soul Service Podcast. If you love what you heard, I would be over the moon if you would share this episode with your friends and leave me a five-star review and subscribe over on iTunes. I want to help as many people as I can, and I can't do it without your support. I'll see you on the next episode.